Hey everybody, welcome to the B Podcast, your host James, with Jake. Episode 198. It's Wednesday, it's hump day, Jake, how's it going? It's going great. <clears throat> it's Wednesday. As you said, it's hump day. Tomorrow's Thursday, then weekend of football for week five. Lots of big games and lots of stuff to talk about. Well, absolutely, you're 100% correct. We're in full swing sports mode. We have football to talk about, baseball to talk about, NHL to talk about, and soon we'll be talking about the NBA. Let's talk about what's going on right now. But before we do that, let's talk about W Energy. Jig, have you had W Energy before? I have. Yeah, I especially have it when we're gaming long hours into the night of Apex. Now the past couple of days of PGA. Also, you know, when you're not feeling good and you need something to get you going, W Energy is what you should get and what you should use. Use code BAPOD at checkout for 10% off and help us feed our families. Absolutely. I have a, I have a family to feed. So if you go ahead and use, again, like Jake said, all caps, BA pod at checkout receive ten percent off your order. Awesome. Jake, what's your favorite W Energy flavor? Wow. I mean, there's just so many to choose from. Um it's tough. You know what I mean? Depends what I'm thinking. Sometimes I like sweet, sometimes right. I like sour. Um You know, I I like them all, to be honest. I don't really have a favorite one to be if I'm being hundred percent. They all taste really good, and they all are very, um, you know, packs a punch. That's all you need to have. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about, uh, first off, let's talk about some baseball. Uh, and that, the San Francisco Giants. What's going on with them? The world's ending. Roma's fallen. The Gabe Kapler era is officially over. So long. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. I wish they fired Farhan Zaidi as well, because he's done jack shit the last two seasons. And they fired their manager, and now they're looking for a new manager before free agency that starts in November. And maybe their next manager is going to be Steven Vogt. But it doesn't really matter who the next manager is if the roster is shit like it was the last two years, and if Farhan doesn't do his job better. So, and he has one year left in this contract. If he doesn't do anything, he's going to get fired. And probably the manager who just got hired will get fired as well if they don't win. Which, I'm not sure what type of candidate they're going to get if they know that the GM has one year remaining. Um, so they should have fired both of them, but, you know, it is what it is. Giants missed the playoffs again for the fourth year out of the last five with four anxiety leading the way. Gabe Kapper had to go. He left. He lost the locker room. He's kind of a fraud as well. Um, and, yeah, he'll never manage again in the major leagues. Um, and, yeah, that's probably the end of his reign of terror for uh, baseball fans around the world. Is there Obviously, like you said, there's free agency happening soon, November. Are there anyone in particular or a couple of names that you would like to see the Giants sign? Yeah, so for that, it's baseball is kind of like this one sport where the manager doesn't really mean that much. All you need the manager to do is to, like, you know, keep the team going and, like, not splinter and not, you know, 
let them police themselves after a while when something needs to be done. You know, you get your ass up and go in there and actually do something about it, which Gabe Kapler failed to do. And that's why he's gone. Um, so usually it's always good to go after former catchers because they know the game pretty well. Um, so maybe Stephen Vogt, Nick Hundley. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm talking about players in free agency, not oh. uh, managers. Yeah, you know, I would love Otani. I would love Bellinger. You know, the high-priced free agents. I would love Blake Snell. I would love the trade for Juan Soto. But do I think that's going to happen? Do I think any of that's going to happen? No. There's a lot of people coming from Japan who are pretty good, who they should probably go after and try to get. But they need stars, not depth players. Depth pitchers. And at the back of the rotation pitchers, they need stars. They need top-of-the-front rotation arms to go with, you know, Logan Webb and Alex Cobb. And they have some young guys and a lot of pitching prospects they can trade from to get a bat in the lineup that plays every day, like Pete Alonzo, something like that. Um, there's not – the only big, like, position player is basically Bellinger and Otani, like stars-wise, which they have to get one to yeah. one. Which, and it shouldn't be they either get this or that. It should be they get both a starting pitcher and and like a top of the lineup bat who's like a star. So like Otani, because he, he would do both ways. Yeah, well, he can't pitch till he's not going to pitch next year because he's Tommy John, but he can still bat. Nice. Um, Otani getting the bag this offseason? Uh, yes, someone will give him the bag. A uh, half a billion dollars? Well, I mean, if he didn't blow out his elbow, he probably would have got $600 million. Now he might have to take, a, like, a short-term deal, like a four-year deal, worth, like, I don't know, like $50 million a year or something, but he's going to get paid. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, a lot of, I mean, A's suck. Their season's been done. Padres uh, suck. They mathematically had a chance, but it was never going to happen. To make the playoffs, just so many different things needed to happen. I went, they went eight straight. Um, but yeah, guys leaving, specifically pitchers, uh, Josh Hader, uh, Blake Snell, like you mentioned earlier. Um, guys that, because the way the Padres have uh, spent their money is not really going to help the team. I'm not going to be able to re-sign guys like specifically Blake Snell, uh, who was most likely going to win the Cy Young. Thoughts? Uh, either him or Logan Webb or Spencer Strider. Well, he's probably going to win it, um, Snell. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw a stat. He had a .58 ERA in the month of September. Uh, pretty good picture overall in Blake Snell. Snellzilla. Uh, got the same pitch. So, the Giants take him? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. It would be pretty cool. Uh, sign with the division team and see how that goes. Yeah, the Giants but, need to get a start. They need to spend a lot of money in free agency too. We aren't the Oakland A's. We aren't the Washington Nationals or the Tampa Bay Rays who can't like get superstars. The Giants are probably the third most iconic franchise in all of baseball, behind the Yankees and probably the Dodgers or Cubs. But the Giants or the are top. Yeah, it could be the Red Sox. So the Giants are top five, without a doubt. No question about it. And as a manager, I mean, they should be in an attractive position. And who knows, maybe as a 
maybe Buster Posey gets hired as manager, which I don't think is going to happen. But like someone, the more, more often than not, if you hire a catcher, it should go pretty well. That's just how it works for some reason. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Um, playoff baseball. We talked about it a little bit last episode and how excited we are. Um, there were games yesterday. There's games today. Teams, uh, A team has already been eliminated. Two. Why don't we go ahead and talk about it now, Jake? Yep, so the first team that was eliminated was the Tampa Bay Rays, who got swept by the Texas Rangers 2-0 in the wild card round. They'll play the first seed, the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, and then the NL, well, actually, the AL is done wildcard-wise because the Twins beat the Blue Jays 2-0, and they play the Astros as the Astros look to go to their eighth straight ALCS. And we'll see what happens there. So Twins, Astros, Rangers, Orioles. That should be pretty good. Both two series right there. And the NL, Diamondbacks are up one nothing over the Brewers. Brewers are playing right now in Game 2. They're winning. Last I checked, it was 2 nothing. We'll see you there. Phillies are up one nothing over the Marlins. Winner of that plays the Braves. Um, Phillies and Marlins are about to start soon. It may have started already, but probably first inning. We'll see what happens there. It is. First inning. Top of the, top of the first. 0-0. Zero, zero, yeah, Diamondbacks play the Brewers, as I said. Winner of that plays the Dodgers. Or the second seed. Braves are the one seed in the NL. In the AL, it's the Orioles are the two, one seed. And the Astros are the two seed. Who would you like to see in the World Series? You know, Astros, because I'm an Astros fan. Um, I wouldn't mind Astros Braves again or if the Astros lose Orioles Braves those are the two best teams yeah I was about to say I, I want to see the Braves in there uh, absolutely Acuna is a great and fun player to watch uh, but yeah I mean I'd like, to see the, I'd like to see the Dodgers play as well or the Astros but I think Braves for sure, and I, I, I think I have them. I think I have the Braves winning it all. Hmm. Thoughts, thoughts? Yeah, we shall see. Crazy. Uh, like I said before, Jake too. I love playoff baseball, regardless of who is playing. I love watching. It's hmm. just so much fun to watch. Uh, so excited for that it started yesterday, and we'll just have the games on all the time now. Yeah. Let's move on. NHL preseason has started. Sharks? San Jose Sharks. Jake, what's going on with San Jose Sharks? Yeah, the Sharks would be absolutely god-awful this season, which, you know, I'm fine. Get the first pick. Um, Macklin Celebrini is, like, the top prospect. Uh, he's not Bedard level, but he's close. So that would be pretty good to get. Their, their prospect pool is pretty good. Uh, so we, see, we shall see what happens there. They did make a move today where they signed their second first-round pick that they had in the 23 draft to a three-year entry-level contract, Quinton Musty. Um, he'll probably start in the OHL, but the Sharks can, if they want, have him play up to nine games with the NHL team to start the season. Um, if he plays over nine games, that counts as a year of his entry level contract. If he plays eight games, if he plays nine, yeah, if he plays ten games, you know he has two years remaining. If he plays nine, that first on- entry level year kicks to the next season. So as they did with William Eklund these last two years. He's played nine games in each of his first two rookies, each of his first two seasons. But he still has three years left on his contract that he signs, the same entry level contract. So if he plays 10 games 
a season of that will go away, so he has two left. That's, so that's basically what that means. Um, but Quinn and Musty's really wow, good. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. So they can go, like you said, just said, they can pretty much been a team for five years if they do that two nine game and then say he plays ten games the third year. That's so have yeah. pretty much five years on the team. Is that what this is? Basically, yeah. Oh wow. Good to know. That's new knowledge. Yeah, right? but if he plays like nine games for two years, then for the third year, he's still considered a rookie because he hasn't burned his first uh he hasn't burned his first season, his rookie status. Oh wow. It could be like Ben Simmons and be uh, two years in and win a rookie of the year. Thoughts? Yeah, but usually for that, they're like 20 for an NHL. Right, 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 right. So this musty guy, how was he? You know, he's a big motherfucker, and he's pretty good. He dropped down to the 26th pick because of consistency issues he had. But the Sharks are like, all right, fuck it. He's a top 10 like prospect type like a top 10 rated prospect in the draft to get him at 26. Well, you get William Will Smith, who was the fourth, not the actor, Will Smith, the hockey player, the fourth pick. You basically got two top 15 prospects in the first round and you need that because your team's going to be bad, but you have a lot of young players and a lot of good prospects coming. So they're going to be a bad team, but they're going to be fun to watch because they have a lot of young players. They have a bunch of players who like have like one or two years left in their deal like veteran-wise, who they can trade and get draft picks back to you know rebuild the found, rebuild the system to trade at a later date or the draft or to trade for like a you know like a young player on a contract when they're ready to compete again. Awesome, good to hear. Mm. Anything else to add NHL-wise? Season starts, I think, in a week or two. I think it's a week. That's exciting. Well, can't wait to watch some hockey this year. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. NFL, week four, uh, 49ers versus Cardinals. What a game uh, that was for the 49ers. Uh, they won 30 to 35 to 16 in Levi's. Uh, so you love to see that. Uh, they'll be going up against the Cowboys, which we'll talk about later on. But yeah, yet again, some notes. And again, Christian McCaffrey is that guy. Um, honestly, front runner to win the MVP this year, in my opinion, uh, was named MNFC Player of the Week this week. He had 20 carries for 106 yards and three touchdowns. And then had seven catches for 71 yards. His plays is going, going absolutely crazy. I think he leads the league in rushing right now currently as well. And then for those who don't know, um, Christian McCaffrey – Christian McCaffrey is a 49er. Um, Jake, what are your thoughts overall on how Christian McCaffrey has been doing uh, these four weeks into the NFL season? Yeah, he's MVP. This season of the day, he'd be named MVP. He's the best player on the team, and it was a great trade to get him for basically second, third, and fourth round picks. Holy shit. Did you pause it? No, I didn't pause it. We're, keeping, we're still going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Um, same with the offense. Yeah, perfect day for Purdy. I mean, at one time, Purdy was 18 for 18 or something like that, or uh, 16 for 16 until he made a mishap throw. Yeah. Uh, he overall went 20 for 21 with uh, 283 yards uh, and then throwing a touchdown. 
he's just doing his thing, doing his job. Uh, again, he's not going to be the guy um, always throwing downfield. But, I mean, he you see him do it, and, he's, and, and the guy makes plays. Uh, going up in the pocket, making good throws. Uh, how do you feel about Brock Purdy's play? Again, so far, four, four games with injury. He's been really good. He's been better than what I thought. I, I thought he was going to be really good, but he's been playing at a level that's, like, insane. His stats aren't – He's I think he's eighth in passing yards, no interceptions, five touchdowns. His touchdown stats aren't impressive, but they score 30 points a game. And he's had two touchdown passes that just were counted as runs because they were behind the line of scrimmage. But he should have seven if you just threw a little bit ahead of him. But he's been playing really good. You can't complain about how good he's looked. Oh, absolutely, yeah. The guy does not turn the ball over um... – only, get, only had one sec against him against the Cardinals. Uh, the offensive line is really doing their thing to protect Purdy. And, I mean, the Niners really do indeed have the best roster in the NFL on both sides of the ball and on special teams. Um, staying with the offense again, I mean, Brandon Ayuk and the Purdy connection is absolutely real. Um, Ayuk missing la- uh, week three against the Giants. Six catches on six targets for 148 yards. You can definitely see that Ayuk is Brock Purdy's Favorite target, no matter what the situation. Um, not saying that Debo's taking the back seat. Debo still does his thing, and we saw that against the Giants. Um, it was came into the Cardinals game a little banged up. Didn't do much um, offensively, but again, the the roster is there uh, for us to go all the way and, and win it. Um, do you feel the same? I, I would hope you feel the same. I think you would agree with me that they do indeed have the best roster, they have the best chance um, to do it, have a, have a great season. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, they're really good. I mean, there's not that – the only issue is probably like the secondary, but most teams don't have a good secondary. And if they do, the, at least the Niners have one – I mean, not secondary, like corner position. The Niners have at least one, we know, really good corner, one average to above average corner, and then rest or whatever. Most teams only have like an above average corner. You know, corner. You can, I, you could say they have a pretty, I'd say top fifteen secondary in the league with Telano Hupanga, uh, Taj Gibson, Javarius Ward. I mean, like Isaiah Oliver in the slot, and uh, either Aubrey Thomas or uh, John Andre Lenore. Definitely better than a lot of other teams. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, Isaiah Oliver had a well, he didn't have interception this week, but he had one against the Giants. Uh, no, but they're playing their game. Uh, big test uh, this week. Well, let's talk about the defense first. Really doing a bend, don't break defense against the Cardinals this week. Only had one sack. Uh, Javon Hargrave had a sack on uh, Josh Dobbs this week. Uh, only giving up 16 points uh, for the most part. Both to Michael Wilson, the rookie, who had seven catches for seven targets for 76 yards, and then Hollywood Brown I had a day himself with seven receptions and 10 targets for 96 yards. So, again, letting him, uh, letting players do their thing, but the defense, again, not breaking and having teams explode on them, pause. But really doing their job. I mean, the best, also, again, the best roster in the league, offensively, defensively, and defensively, the best linebacker duo in the league. Yet again, the 49ers have that. And Fred Warner, and Dre Greenlaw, who combined for 20 total tackles this game, uh, really did their thing. Have a good defense do their job. 
Uh, Steve Brooks doing a hell of a job uh, taking over as a defensive coordinator for this team. Um, one last thing. Who are you taking in a fight? Uh, Ufunga or James Conn? Um, Probably Ufunga. I don't know. Maybe James Conn is a black they, belt. Have you seen anything? Why were they beefing so much? I don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. I didn't look too far. I didn't look too much into it, but I don't think I don't know. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, I, I'd be upset if my if my team lost 35 to 16 as well. Um, but hey, we're here. What's happening? All right, talk about Week Five. Uh, 49ers versus Cowboys officially, and it has been. Cowboys hate me. I hate the Cowboys. Um, and everything that they do. True. So far, the Cowboys have only beaten, or have been, uh, they're 3-1. They've beaten the Giants, Jets, and Patriots, but have lost to the Cardinals. Uh, they have outscored their opponents 136-29. to It's pretty good. Um, defense looks to be pretty good. They did indeed lose, uh, or lose, um, Stephon Davis' brother. I can't remember his first name. Trevon Diggs. So, other defenses uh, without him, but still a solid defense up front. Um, Neither team hasn't had a big statement win against a good opponent just yet. I mean, obviously they're making statements with these teams uh, beating the shit out of them every single week. Um, but they have a chance to really make that statement um, this game. Jake, how do you think this game goes for uh, the 49ers or Cowboys? I think the Niners win this game. Um, it's going to be a good game. They, I got to see them losing, but if they lose, I think it's going to be because they turn the ball over. But I think the Niners are the better team. They have the better quarterback, better coach. It's good. The Niners don't turn the ball over. I don't think the Cowboys have enough firepower to win the game. But they just can't turn the ball over. So the Giants, the Giants, if the Niners don't do that, the Giant, the Niners should beat the Cowboys. Absolutely, yeah. Just some keys to the game. I mean, we talk about this each week, and they're pretty much similar. But I mean, just gotta reiterate it. Uh, can't let C.D. Lamb go. Gotta get going. Uh, him and Dak, uh, C.D. Lamb, one of the better receivers in the league. Can't let him uh, do too much. Obviously, like I said before, Ben don't break defense. Uh, letting guys get theirs, but. Really, not too many explosive plays. Can't let that happen, especially uh, in the passing game. You got to stop the run. I mean, Tony Pollard, I mean, very dynamic uh, running back that they have uh, on the offense there. Can run the ball, can catch the ball, can take it to the house if need be. Um, but yeah, you got to stop the run. You got to force that to really make mistakes over tossing uh, the ball. Uh, he led the league in interceptions last year, so let's uh, hopefully get some turnovers there that way. Again, winning the turnover battle, winning the special teams battle, force uh, better field position, when flipping the field and when we're punting. Um, hopefully, we don't punt too much uh, come Sunday. But yeah, and then lastly, I'm going to score more points. Uh, Jake, am I missing anything? Peace to be. No, I think you're doing good. Perfect. Well, Jake, take it from here. It's time for a segment that we debuted last week called 
get that man a seltzer. Every week we go and pick one performance each from the season. Um, and we say, get that man a seltzer. At the end of the year, whoever has the most get that man a seltzers gets a seltzer. We ever see him. Um, so the first player, for me, who gets a seltzer would be wide receiver for the Houston Texans, Nico Collins. In the game last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Collins had seven receptions on nine targets, 168 yards, two touchdowns, and 41.8 fantasy points on the game, on the day. That's a great game. And he's becoming a pretty good number one receiver for Bryce, for um, C.J. Stroud. And the Texans are, look, the Texans might win that division. I'm, I'm saying it right now. Texans are going to win the AFC South. How about that? Wow, wow, that's a pretty big statement there, Jake. Um, but I like it. Well, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, CJ Stroud is playing like Justin Herbert when he was in his rookie season. That's how good CJ Stroud is. Yeah, I think he's top five in passing right now. I think he's specifically number four. I do like how the way he's playing. I mean, a little shaken up uh, the first two games. Uh, they missed a practice one one week, but no, he's really doing a good job uh, overall and how he's been playing. So uh, I like that pick, Jake. Um, Mine isn't a specific person. Uh, I'm giving it to a specific group, and that is a Seattle defense. Um, this is strictly fantasy-wise. Only allowed three points. They had 11 sacks against the Giants. 11. Uh, two interceptions, one being a pick six, also a fumble recovery. They scored 30 total points. Fantasy-wise, might be 29, might be 28, depending on how your league is set up. But they did a great job uh, against this forward uh, Giants team. Uh, they deserve a seltzer. Uh, all 11 of those guys, and those who rotate in, all deserve a seltzer, for sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on now. Get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Second, t- Same thing as last week, or second time doing it. Pause. My pick for this week, and basically this whole entire season so far, is get ready to learn Canadian, buddy, is T. Higgins. T. Higgins sucks, and the Bengals are bad. He sucks. That was a lemon of a contract for Joe Burrow. He does not look good. The Bengals are not good at all. His last two games, T. Higgins has four catches for 40 yards and eight fantasy points. If you take away his week two game, he has four catches, 40 yards, eight fantasy points in three games. Yes, you heard that right. In his first game, he had a big goose egg. Zero points fantasy-wise, no catches, no yards, nothing. Get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Yeah, no, he's bad. He's bad. Um, he's dealing with an injury now, so it feels bad. But, yeah, no, he's just been bad fantasy-wise overall. Uh, a lot of balls thrown his way, but there's not catching the ball. No, that's not great when you're a receiver. Mine, uh, get ready to learn Canadian, buddy, is Aiden O'Connell, a rookie quarterback for the – oh, not the Oakland Raiders, Jesus. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders um, thrusted 
into the starting lineup did not play up to other rookie uh, quarterbacks. Um, he went 24 for 39, 238 yards, completed 60% of his passes, only averaged about 6.1 yards a throw, threw an interception, was sacked seven times. Uh, he might not last too long in the league, unfortunately for him. The Raiders went with him instead of Brian Fourier. Uh, pretty much saying, uh, yeah, we'll lose. It's fine. So not a, not great uh, for the Raiders there. Yeah. No idea. All right, I love this segment. Uh, great segment. I love it. Let's move on. Let's talk about our week four pickums. Um, Jake, seven overall. Seven zero. Yeah, you know. This week. Sometimes you have it. Absolutely insane. You love to see it. Let's go over them. Uh, obviously, 49ers versus Cardinals. Jake and I both put the Niners. A Thursday night, Lions versus Packers. The Lions had their way with the Packers. I unfortunately took the Packers. Jake took the Lions there. Game of the week with an absolute uh, heartbreaking loss uh, for the Bears, who uh, had 28 points and pretty much almost won this game. Uh, had it in hand. I let the Broncos uh, win on a field goal, 31-28. to 28. Uh, So Jake took the Broncos, I took the Bears. Never taking the Bears ever again. Sunday night, um, Chiefs first the Jets. Uh, In a game where we saw Zach Wilson show flashes of being a somewhat competent quarterback, throwing the ball through two touchdowns, 245 yards, 28 for 39. Um, Oh, did not look great. 18 for 30 through two interceptions. Uh, but the Chiefs won 23 to third, uh, 23 to 20. Uh, we both the, the Chiefs. Monday night, Seahawks versus Giants. We just talked about that. Seattle, uh, again, having their way against the Giants offense. Defense uh, was phenomenal with both of the Seahawks. That, uh, last week on Monday night. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Now, lock of the week. Uh, Steelers over Texans. Steelers did not do their job. Losing to the Texans in C.J. Stroud. Uh, 30-6. to six. Steelers stink. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Um, Jake uh, went ahead and took Eagles over Commanders. And again, that went to overtime. Um, Eagles went in 34-31. to uh, Commanders did a good job uh, tying up the game. But, unfortunately, lose to a Jake Elliott field goal. And then upsets of the week. I had the Dolphins over the Bills. I was preaching it all week. Um, but the Bills were just way too good. Um, winning... 48-20 behind Josh Allen's stellar performance. Four touchdowns uh, for him, for Josh Allen, and a rushing touchdown as well. Five total touchdowns for him. And Jake taking Houston over the Steelers. Talked about that game already. Uh, I went 4-3. I'm 18-11 overall. Not 18-1. Wow. Jake is 22-7 overall again. 7-0. First perfect pick-em this year, you love to see it. This is why we do it. What a time. Any other game you want to talk about, Jake? I don't think there was any other games uh, that were either not fun to watch. Some blowouts. A lot of 20, 20 or plus 10 wins overall this whole entire week. Uh, looking at it. Uh, the Rams-Colts game was pretty good. Uh, Rams won 29-23. Another O-time. Overtime game. 
Um, but let's wrap it up here. Our favorite thing to do here on this podcast. Jake, take it away. Shit. It is week five. Where the hell is the schedule? There we go. It's week five. NFL pick them. As you said, I'm on a little bit of a hot streak. 7-0. Can't be better than that. Here we go. Niners. Cowboys. We're both taking the Niners. Easily. Fuck the Cowboys. Moving on. The Thursday night. A battle of heavyweights. The Bears. Commanders. How the Commanders win in this game? What about you? Uh, also taking the Commanders. Yeah, Shots yeah. Up. Yeah. Tough, tough pick there. Moving on. The game of the week. Ravens for Steelers. Battle of mid. I have the Ravens winning this game. What about you? Yeah, also taking the Ravens. Uh, don't trust the Steelers at all. Kenny Pickett did also get hurt uh, last week. Uh, not great for the Steelers, but yeah, taking the Ravens. Interesting photo. Moving on now. We all, well, I mean, we did this already, but Sunday night, Niners, Cowboys, we picked the Niners. So there we go. Moving on. Monday night football. Holy fuck, this is an actual Monday night game. <sighs> shit. All right, well, Packers versus the Jimmy G Raiders. Oh, Christ. I had the Packers winning this game. What about you? Yeah, no, I'm all sticking the Packers this game. No shot. Uh, we'll see if Jimmy plays. Yep. If not, if they put out Aiden O'Connell out there, I do not trust that guy. Nope. I'm taking the Packers this week. Remember, the most scariest thing in sports is when Jimmy G rolls out, points his finger for a receiver to go deep, then he throws it. Never works. Moving on. Lock of the week. I got the Bills over the Jags. The Jags are a mess. And the Bills are really good. So that's why I have the Bills as my lock of the week. What about you? My lock of the week, I'm taking Lions over Panthers. Um, two number one overall picks going up against each other. Jared Goff and Bryce Young. Should be fun to watch, but I'm taking the Lions in this game. Mm, yeah, that's a, you know, two good teams. Well, I mean, no, that's not true at all. One good team. One awful team. At least they have their first overall pick, their first round pick. Oh, wait. No, they don't. Moving on. Upset of the week. I have the Houston Texans, who I just predicted to win the AFC South. Jesus Christ. Over the ATL Atlanta Falcons, led by Desmond, I suck at football, Ritter. What do you have? I'm taking uh, the Colts over the Titans in this game in an upset. I like Anthony Richardson, uh, great quarterback. They might even be getting back John Jonathan Taylor this week. Oh wow! Don't know if he actually wants to play, but Anthony Richardson, I like what he's doing. Colts over Titans. Yeah, you know I'm a big fan of Anthony. An- I like Anthony Richardson. All right. That is your week five NFL picks. Lots of good games this week. I have to admit. Um, let's, go, let's, let's just go over it. The games that we didn't talk about. Yeah, let's go over some games we didn't talk about. Um, 
let's see, let's see, let's see. Ah, uh, oh, James, guys. before we do that, though, the NFL news, it never, and I mean it never, ever stops. The Denver Broncos released Randy Gregory today. And guess when he signed with them? Uh, I have no idea. This offseason, five-year deal, they cut him four games in. Not a good deal. Moving on. You agree with that, right? That's an awful deal. Yeah, not ideal. The Jaguars designate Dwayne Smoot for return. Big news there for the Jags. That could really, you know... When you think about moves that could really help your roster and your team, designating Dewan Smoot for return, that tops my list. I mean, I can't think of anything else. Um, do you think you can think of anything else? Nope. Yeah. No, it's tough for that. But also, also, James... Australia is wider than the moon. And that is NFL news. How about that? You know, it's never ideal when you cut your high-priced free agent signing four games in. He must have done something really bad. Broncos are a disaster. And there you go. Broncos are bad. Yeah, you know. Also, Broncos are bad. Since, awful. since Randy Gregory got released, Niners... Niners? Imagine. Well, wait a minute. I got some bad information from Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter, you owe me a goddamn apology. He signed in 2022. But still, it was a five-year deal, and he got cut four games into his second season. And he played in... Yeah, not a good look. He played in six games last year. So basically, he made... $7 $7 million for each game played. That's a good deal if you can get it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a good deal for Randy Gregory, right? Yeah. What's his best <laughs> What's his best season? His best season six sacks. So you're telling me they said six sacks, $70 million. This is how many games he's played in his career. 12 is rookie year. Two is second year. 14 is third. 10 is fourth. 12 is 5th, 6 is 6, 7, 4. That's yikes. Yeah, he has more. I played a full season. That is bad. Yeah, he got suspended for drug possession. Or not drug possession. Um, substance abuse policy. Too much cocaine. Yeah, I'm not sure what he was smoking or what it was, but. Yeah. Matt? I don't know if you can do that and play NFL football. You never know. Yeah. But I doubt that. Yeah, that's why I have that, really. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Your host, James, with Jake. Episode 198. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore Podcast One. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app.
Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe about 50 times to gain the system. Love Trick and for being in the industry for over six years now to get the Top Trick Podcast worldwide. We think we would take Top Trick Podcast Sports to Recreation, but as you know, we should for the stars to the Bay Podcast. To the Top Trick Podcast worldwide, do that. Give it a five. That's today's episode. James? Shout out Gilf, man. What a guy. Yeah, shout out that pussy-o.